Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You know, it's amazing to me how the future always has a way of arriving ahead of schedule. It's 2019. And it feels like the NFL regular season was a blur. It's wild card weekend, and two games were already in the books. Yep, it's that time of year. Do or die time. Win or go home. It's what I call quantum physics. They matter. Why? Because these games are played by human beings. That means they know they're being observed. And, you you know, that, that can change things. If you look at the four games this week, though, this weekend, as Yogi Berra might say, they have, well, they have different similarities. At the quarterback position in every one of these games, you've got experience versus hope, luck versus Watson, Russell versus Dak, Rivers versus Lamar Jackson, Foles versus Trubisky. And when you haven't been in these situations, we really don't know how you're going to react to the pressure. When things go wrong, are you going to hold mental pictures of what you don't want to happen? This is the season, the postseason. It comes down to a word, trust. Who do you trust? Coaches, quarterbacks, let's face it, there are organizations, well, sometimes their reputation precedes them. Plus, by the way, we're now down to the final two in college football championship game. Stop me if you've seen this movie. Yes, it's Bama and Clemson again, but what did you expect? There's a reason these two teams are combined 109 and 7 in the last four years, and this is already the fifth year in the new college football playoff format. Now, just like I said, the future has a way of arriving ahead of schedule. But what if I told you in the previous four, the favorite has never once covered the spread? That's a little tease. We've got a lot to tackle tonight. Get it? Tackle? See what I did there? (laughs) All right, on that note, welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. RJ is out and about. I'm Bernie Frattle. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios 
where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, this is the weekend edition of Straight Out of Vegas. As you know, Straight Out of Vegas, it airs Monday through Friday right here on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio from 3 to 6 Pacific, 6 to 7 Eastern with R.J. Bell, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, and Jonas Knox. Each day, they take you behind the scenes, offering up solid commentary and insights on the world of sports betting. That way, you can benefit from their years of expertise. On our Saturday edition of Straight Out of Vegas, when we look back at the best of, we take another look at some of the most compelling takes and analyses from the previous week so you can enjoy them again. Here's the best thing about this concept. Each of the best of takes are designed to look ahead to this week's NFL action. So bottom line, during the week, the guys devote five full hours. They provide the finest content. The weekends, we distill it down to the best hour. Of course, I'm going to add my own inflection as well because I live in Las Vegas too, and I've been privy to these gentlemen and their know-how for many years. So join us every Saturday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern. Yes, we want you along for the ride. You can also join us on SiriusXM Channel 83. This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. All right. So let's take a minute. We'll, we'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do tonight. We're first, we're going to debrief the two games that were played today. Then we're going to preview tomorrow's NFL games and the College Football National Championship game. By the way, if time permits at the end, a little tease here, I'm going to release a Big Ten college basketball game, a solid dog tomorrow morning that I think will cash. Before we go any further, though, props, huge props to the North Dakota State Bison, 38-24 over Eastern Washington, their seventh FCS championship. They've just completed their six-week playoff. Now, if they can do it, why can't the FBS do it? Don't get me started, and I'm not going to. We'll talk about this again another day. I've already berated this enough. You want to have me on your show? Have me on your show. You don't want to play off? Have me on your show. We'll debate it. You better pack a lunch. Tonight, we also continue our new 10-second feature, While You Were Sleeping, our own Sleepy J. It features him. See, while you're sleeping, the Straight Out of Vegas staff, well, they work 24-7 to find ways so you can distress your bookie and impress your friends. I hope you were listening last week. As per usual, Sleepy J, a couple of solid sides. Well, actually, he had the Green Bay Detroit under that cashed, and he had the Chargers that cashed. You get the picture. Sleepy J will have three of them tonight. Also at the bottom of the hour, I'll take you inside the Fratto House for my weekly commentary. Black Monday came and went, and as of right now, there are openings for head coaches in the National Football League in 25% of the league. You heard that right. I'm going to unpack that phenomenon in this week's Inside the Fratto House. Let's give you what you came for. Let's dive into the NFL. By the way, as I said, the wild card round is underway. Did you know that last year in the wild card round, all four dogs covered? And it, depending on if you got the best of the number, both dogs covered today. So for future reference, by the way, underdogs are 10-1 and in the playoffs last season. Do you uh, see a pattern here? All right, let's talk a little bit about the Colts in Houston. We're going to have a little fun here. We know the game has already been played, but we prepared our notes, and the guys had some pretty uh, upper-crust conversation about this game. we got a couple of cuts we want to share with you. And in this first cut, RJ talks about the public opinion on folks who are likely to side with in this game. Now, RJ admitted he wasn't really in love with either side, but he took a good, nice, deep dive into the line being somewhat inconsequential because all the home team had to do, basically, was win the game. He also talks about offensive lines, running quarterbacks, and when you add it all up, a correlated parlay suggestion having to do with one side of the game and the total. That simply meant this. If you bet one side of the game and it played out according to Hoyles, the likelihood is the total would move in lockstep leading to a winning cash ticket. Let's have a listen. I don't love Houston against the Colts, but I like Houston against the Colts. And here's why. If you walk outside... You go to a sports bar and say, who do you want, Colts or Houston? It's going to be 75 80% that's going to want Andrew Luck, going to want the Colts. And to me, it's almost like, well, the Colts are getting points and they're the better team. But like the Lions won. So we're saying Houston that had that finished the year on an amazing run, like 10-3. and 11-2. and 11-2 to finish the year. We're saying in their home stadium, 
They just pretty much have to win the game. I get it. Andrew Lux and that team is mighty good. It's just I'm very comfortable with the idea that Houston should just, if it's just pick the winner is 55% to win the game. But here's the key. I know the Colts are going to score. If you look at the 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 kind of defense that Houston plays, if their D-line can't get pressure, then they're in trouble because their D-backs for the Texans are horrible. And the Colts have a great offensive line. So Andrew Luck is putting up his points. I like Houston. That means Houston is going to put up their points. And Houston has. And I think we're going to see Deshaun Watson run the ball a ton. Here's an important macro point. Running quarterbacks are more effective in the playoffs because they're willing to run more. They aren't worried about the injury risk. So here's the two-team best time to be bad parlay. Go with Houston on the point spread and go with over the total. Houston and over, I believe it's a correlated parlay. And we love those because parlays that are correlated, best time to be bad this weekend. Well, see, Aaron, he wasn't wrong because uh, the Colts won and it stayed under. Now, I've been fascinated by the Colts because they were 1-3 and three in the first quadrant of the season, 2-2 two and two in the second quadrant. Three and one in the third, four and zero oh in the fourth. This is a team that started one and five, and in one of those losses, they blew a twenty-four to six lead to those very same Houston Texans, losing in overtime. But man, did they get it together! They're now ten and one in their last eleven, and man, do they look good doing it. They convert third downs at forty-nine percent. They converted their first seven third downs today against uh, the Texans. They've been marching out the number one defense in points allowed since week seven. They only gave up seven today. What if I told you the Colts are only one of three teams to score more than uh, 420 points this season? Their offensive line's been brilliant. Luck was sacked only 18 times all year. Luck is brilliant. He threw 39 touchdown passes in the regular season. And meanwhile, Deshaun Watson was sacked 62 times this year and got hit more than Rocky Balboa. I made no bones about it. I love the Colts. I was on with Arnie Spanier last weekend, and I talked about all the reasons I like the Colts, some of which I just repeated here. Okay, so we know the Colts won 21-7. They'll head to Kansas City next week. They open up as a, they opened up as a six-point dog. It's already been bet down to five. I wouldn't be surprised if it got to four and a half. Why? People want to know, how, why is this happening? What, what's the angle? Well, the Colts run the ball pretty well, too. Today, Marlon Mack, the running back for the Colts, he got 103 yards uh, against the Texans. First time the Texans have allowed a uh, 100-yard rusher all year. The Chiefs have the 27th rank run defense. When you handicap a game, you look at three things. You look at a team's strengths and their attributes. You look at their matchups. How do they match up against their opponent? And you look at the situation. How do the Colts match up against the Chiefs? Very well, my friend. And I'll be on the Colts again next week. They're the better team. And we all know, by the way, Kansas City, their record in the playoffs. We'll talk about that more next week. And by the way, you know, the Chiefs are only 3-3 three and three down the stretch, so not exactly setting the world on fire. All right, now let's review, or excuse me, let's debrief the Dallas game. In, in this first cut, RJ was really emphatic. He stated that Seattle's most impressive performances were at home. But when you put them on the road, things were dramatically different, particularly when you unpack the opponents they beat on the road and the situations that surrounded those games. In fact, one of Seattle's road, quote, road victories was at a neutral site. Let's take a listen. Every one of Seattle's impressive wins. I'm not saying most. I'm saying every one of Seattle's impressive wins was at home. And most of those impressive wins were deceiving in that they didn't quite win as easily or as convincingly as it seemed. Seattle. Now, if we flip to Seattle on the road... Wowza. Here's the three. They had three road wins this year, if you don't count London. In London, they won against the Raiders. So, okay, congratulations. It was Arizona. Seattle beat Arizona on the road. Seattle beat Detroit on the road. And Seattle beat Carolina on the road. Oh, that sounds right, Cam. Except Carolina was in the middle of a seven-game losing streak. So if your most impressive road win is against a team that was in the middle of a seven-game losing streak, you probably don't have an impressive road win.
Well, RJ's right again. Now, you know, truthfully, Seattle had won four of their last six games on the road, and this is the playoffs, the biggest stage, and you get the Russell Wilson factor, right? He entered Saturday's game with a record of a 17-6 and six against the spread as a road dog, including 10-2 and two against the spread when he was facing teams coming off consecutive wins. Now, there was one other obscure trend in this game. Wildcard dogs were 6-1 and one against the spread when they were following a game in which they were favored by 12 or more points. Remember, in Week 17, the Seahawks, they were favored by 14 against Arizona. Now, in this next cut, Fezzik pointed out that Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott had really had kind of had a rough time against the visiting Seahawks in the past. In fact, the only two times he faced Pete Carroll's squad, he posted a very low quarterback rating, in large part due to the style of defense Pete Carroll plays. Let's give it a listen. I was going to bet Dallas, and the reason I did not bet Dallas, RJ, is because Dak Prescott, for whatever reason, small sample size, the team that he has the worst QBR against in the league is Seattle. He's played Seattle twice the last two years. His QBR- So twice the last two years, as in four times, or no, just- two times in two years? He's played two games, one okay. time each year, and he has a QBR of 14 and 44 in those two games against Now, QBR Seattle. is 1 to 100, so that means below average both times in the 14 is horrendous. Yes. I got to be honest with you, Fez. You bring up a great point there because Seattle has a very specific style of defense. And when you have a limited quarterback like Dak, he might be a great game manager, but he is a limited quarterback. Certain defenses can cause those limited guys trouble. Your point is the Pete Carroll defense, that Seattle defensive scheme. We've got two games telling us Dak really struggled. But now the Cowboys have Amari Cooper, and they're 8-2 and two now with him. And they're also 7-1 and one at home before today. And on paper, the Cowboys had the better team. Now, they didn't have the better quarterback. Both quarterbacks played well tonight. Let's face it, give it up to Dak Prescott, but you got to give it up to Russell Wilson as well. But in this final cut, RJ talked about how the public looks at NFL games since they're only played once a week. As such, the public kind of has a tendency to overreact to a certain game based on limited information and a short sample size. Fezzik chimes in by reminding the score of a previous game can also skew the public's perception even further. Let's give it a listen. In football, because there's so few games, the public just obsesses over every result. And to me, that's probably the biggest mistake the public makes. Here they're going to say, hey, they played earlier. Hey, Seattle won. And won by double digits. All right. So, and if you look at Dallas's wins, couldn't you say two wins against the defending champion Philadelphia? You could also make the case the most dominating performance of the year, perhaps, against the Saints. I mean, what would, could the case be made the Cowboys win against the Saints? Cowboys were home. That game was one, one of, if not the most impressive game in the NFL season. Absolutely. Nothing fluky about that win at all. They outplayed the Saints, the best team in the NFL. So I don't get how, even if you just look at the scoreboard, I don't get how that would necessarily be, oh, Seattle's better. Well, we now know that the Cowboys won 24 to 22. And fortunately, there was no Tony Romo brain fart factor because he's no longer on the team. How many times are they going to show that replay of the 2007 game? Those poor folks must have been sick in Dallas. But tonight, they got well. Now the Cowboys wait. They sit and wait, okay? They'll watch the Bears and uh, Philly tomorrow night. And if the Bears win, it's real simple. The Cowboys head to New Orleans. And right now, the Westgate's put up a line uh, here in Las Vegas. The Cowboys would be catching 7.5 if they end up going to play the Rams the Cowboys will be catching seven. Give it up to the Cowboys. Happy for you there, Cowboy Nation. We know you haven't won a playoff game since Moby Dick was a minnow. Now you got that monkey off your back a little bit. All right, we've got a lot to get to, a lot to get to. We've still got to get to Chargers-Ravens, Eagles-Bears, the national championship game, and I might even have a basketball game for you. I'm Bernie Fratto. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, and this is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. 
Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick Six.draftkings.com slash promos. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all terrain tires for on and off road adventure. Go to tirerack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? You mean you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, let's tackle tomorrow's games. We head to Baltimore, the early game. The Ravens currently laying three, total of 42, and I do expect that to change tomorrow uh, in the sense that I expect, for some reason, more Charger money to come in tomorrow. And you wait, I bet you'll be able to grab Baltimore at two. Sleepy thinks maybe one, one and a half. So be patient if you like the uh, Ravens tomorrow and grab them on the money line. Don't don't lay the points. You don't need to do that. Now, let's talk about what the guys had to say because in the schedule, you know, I mean, the schedule makers didn't do the Chargers any favors, right? They get to travel across country. They play a 10 a.m. Pacific time game. But in this cut, RJ points out there's a bigger factor here that's going to greatly enhance the Chargers' preparation for this game. To a degree, it really puts the onus on John Harbaugh and the Ravens to introduce some different wrinkles because – you know, if they come out with the same formations and the same personal groupings as two weeks ago when these teams already played, well, that might not be a good thing. The Chargers have already seen this act, and now the element of surprise is out the window. Let's have a listen. I think a lot of what Lamar Jackson has done, let's give credit to Harbaugh. Let's give credit to the scheme. Let's give credit to the fact, quite frankly, they played some really bad rushing defenses. The Ravens opposed those bad rushing defenses. <clears throat> But the Chargers got beat, too. 
at home against his team. I believe getting ready for that a second time is such a big advantage for the Chargers. Like this is all very familiar to us, and now you got to do something different, Harbaugh, because we're we've got figured out what you did the first time. I think it's the biggest factor in the game. Again, I'm sure you remember the Ravens went into La La Land, got a huge road win. Lamar Jackson now 61 as a starter. He saved Harbaugh's job, led the Ravens into the playoffs. By the way, speaking of Harbaugh, he's 10 and five in the playoffs, two and zero at home. In the postseason, now in this next cut, Fezzik gives a very head-turning stat about the Ravens and how they really differ from the rest of the NFL. Here's why. He backs his assertion with specific percentages and the fact that this idiosyncratic offense the Ravens have been running might play into the Chargers' hands the second time around. As such, Fezzik makes no bones about why he selects a certain side in this game, and he calls it his best bet of the week. Let's have a listen. Let's face it, RJ, Baltimore runs the ball 64% of the time. No one else in the NFL runs it more than 50% of the time. Why don't they run the ball two-thirds of the time? Because it's the, not— The typical NFL team. Typical NFL team. Why do they pass more than they run? Because passing typically is more successful. But this quirky offense that Baltimore has is very difficult to prepare for. The fact that the Chargers, two of the last three weeks, have been able to prepare for it, I expect a much, much better performance. So how much do you like this game? I like it a lot. It is my best bet. I am on the Chargers plus the three. Now, the Ravens' formula is going to be simple. Run the ball, run the ball, then run the ball some more. That's just simply not going to change. If you saw the end of the Cleveland game, they only had to move the chains once on third down. The ball never would have been back in Baker Mayfield's hands. But did they let Lamar Jackson drop back and pass? No, they didn't. They ran a freaking option, and it almost backfired. So you can expect the Ravens to run the ball, but... It's worked for them. And in doing so, they've owned time of possession for the past seven weeks. They've averaged holding out of the ball 37 minutes a game. That means their defense, which is holding teams to 16 points per game, is only on the field for about 23 minutes per contest, which means they stay fresh. But here's where the matchup gets dicey. The Chargers quarterback, Phillip Rivers, he's got all the experience. He's got more NFL starts than Lamar Jackson. No, I got that backwards. He's got more kids than Lamar Jackson has NFL starts. So the experience factor is huge here. Before we go on with this game, though, I want to throw it to my man Sleepy J for, with another Why You Were Sleeping vignette. All right, Bernie, I like the under in this game tomorrow. Pass defense for both teams. Ravens number five, Chargers number nine. Rush defense for both teams. Ravens number four, Chargers number nine. When these teams played a few weeks ago, Bernie, Baltimore didn't give up a play on defense that went for more than 17 yards. Wow. Now the Chargers are going to go ahead. They're going to get a second quick look here at that Ravens offense. I think this game's all about defense. I'm going to go ahead. I'm taking Chargers, Ravens under 42 for tomorrow. We're going to continue on with the analysis of this game. A couple of quick bullet points, by the way. Um, Phillip Rivers is is only putting up 15 points per game versus top 10 defense, uh, uh, top 10 defenses. Against top 10 defenses, Rivers is throwing two touchdowns and two interceptions. Against all other defenses, he's putting up 28 points a game. And he's throwing 30 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions. So we've got a lot more to unpack on this game. And we've uh, obviously, we've still got to get to the Bears Philly. We've got to get to the national championship game. And as I said, if there's time, I will give you a Big Ten dog to play tomorrow in college basketball. So a lot to get to. And by the way, on the other side, we are going to get to my week's commentary, my week's Inside the Fratto House commentary. 25% of the league is looking for an NFL head coach. There have been nine head coaches fired after their first year in 2006. Why? Why do they fail so often when the blessed blade plans and all the vetting they do and all the interviews and er everything they do, and this happens? And we're going to talk about all that. But first, let's go to our man, Ralph Irvin, with the latest. Well, thank you very much, Bernie. And uh, how about the day for the Dallas Cowboys? They advanced to the NFL's divisional round with a 24-22 win over Seattle. Dak Prescott, a touchdown in the air and one on the ground. Ezekiel Elliott, 137 yards 
rushing, and the score. It's just the Cowboys' third playoff win in 22 years. Meanwhile, the Indianapolis Colts went to Houston. Play clock down to two, takes the knee, and there it is! The Colts have won it! The Colts have won it! For the 10th time in 11 weeks, the Colts are victorious! The Colts win it 21-7, and just like Wilbert Harrison sang back in the day, Kansas City, here we come! And indeed, they will take on the Chiefs next weekend. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Golden State and Sacramento combined for 41 three-point field goals. Steph Curry made 10 of those in his 42-point 42 performance. He led Golden State to a 127-123 win at Sacramento. Meanwhile, Portland a 110-101 win over Houston. The Trailblazers snapped James Harden's 40-point game streak at 5. He just had 38. He has 12 straight games over 30 points. In Toronto, a 123-116 win over Milwaukee. Pascal Siakam, Kawhi Leonard each with 30 points in that victory. Now back to you, Bernie. Ralph, first, welcome back. Happy New Year, and I've got to ask you. you a question. So, what are your thoughts, Ralph, when these coaches are hired and fired at such a rapid rate? Where's the GM in this situation? Shouldn't they be more culpable in your view? If they're culpable in hiring the guy, but a lot of times they aren't necessarily the decision maker. And you know, when you've got a GM, you've got a president, you've got a, an owner, the GM's just one piece of the machine, and if he's not the guy that pulled the trigger, he's not the guy that should be paying the price. Wow. See, that's why I like to surround myself with people smarter than me. That's a very well-crafted answer. Vince Close, your turn. I actually agree with Ralph on that. It, it ultimately, in honesty, comes down to the owner. He's the person putting those pieces into place, and he's the one that should be really held responsible when it comes down to it. Good stuff, guys. All right, so let's tackle this. It's uh, time for this week's monologue inside the Fratto House. Wake the kids, alert the neighbors. Grandpa put on pants. Here we go. You know, there's an old joke about the coach who's hired, and his boss gives him three envelopes. He tells him, put the envelopes in the top right drawer and don't open the drawer. Now, if you have a losing season, open the first envelope. Well, the first season, the team goes 4-12 and when he opens the first envelope, and it simply says, blame the assistant coaches. In year two, the team goes 4-12 and again. He opens the second envelope. It says, quote, blame the quarterback. In year three, the team goes 3-13. and Coach opens the third envelope. It just simply says in bold print, prepare three new envelopes. Such is the life of a head coach in the NFL. If you don't produce results, it really is the not-for-long league. But these days, it's even worse. First-year Steve Coach, or first-year coach Steve Wilkes, was fired in Arizona after just one season. Forget three years, he only got one. And if you're scoring at home, he became the ninth coach since 2006 to get to Ziggy after his first year. Now, I think there's a fundamental problem here. In our fast food microwave oven instant gratification society, I sometimes wonder if the quick trigger denies certain folks the opportunity to blossom if they just had a little more time. You ever heard of Bill Belichick? I know you know he was fired in Cleveland after four losing seasons, but what if I told you his first year in New England, he finished 5-11, and 11, and it was good enough for last place in the AFC East in his first year as the Patriots boss? Ever heard of Mike Krzyzewski? What if I told you when he took over at Duke in 1981, he went 13-29 in conference play his first three seasons in the ACC? By the way, just three years earlier, Duke had been to the finals, losing to Kentucky. You think Coach K would have gotten a fair shake in today's game? He's actually said it himself. In today's climate, he would have been fired. How about Bill Walsh? He was 2-14 and 14 and 6-10 and 10 his first two years as the field general for the San Francisco 49ers. Fortunately, Eddie Bartolo brought him back for a third year. Walsh rewarded him by delivering a Super Bowl championship. Now, how might Walsh have fared in today's game? We'll never know. Perhaps the most head-scratching aspect of this whole ordeal is that every time a new coach is hired, there's a press conference, lots of smiles, lots of platitudes, the hope for a better day, the belief that this new leader will be missing link between the current doldrums and the imminent future greatness. So why does it fail such a high percentage of the time? No team ever hires a coach and says, let me introduce our new coach. He'll probably suck. We probably won't get any better. The fans will get ticked off and we'll fire him soon. But what the hell? That's just simply the way it works. Then, of course, there are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Three coaches since 1969. Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, and now Mike Tomlin. 
And keep in mind, Nolan Coward left on their own. They never fire coaches. By the way, all three coaches won Super Bowls, but not overnight. What do they do differently? Well, look, there are no simple answers here. That's why, in spite of the best laid plans, 25% of NFL teams are looking for a new head coach. Here are my quick thoughts as to what I would do if I owned a team. First, I'm going to hire a guy who can bring in definable, recognizable culture that moves the needle. Like a Sean McVay, a Matt Nagy. You know, like the Patriot way. Scoff all you want. The organization always takes the personality of their field general. And it better be an influential one. Second, I want a guy who's smart enough to know what he doesn't know. So he can surround himself with people who can do what he can't do. This creates synergy. The sum becomes better than the you know, total of its parts. Third, as Pete Rose once said, coaching football is like driving a stagecoach. Without the horses, you're not going forward. In this area, a coach can only do three things. Set the goals and objectives, provide the tools for success, and the most important thing, create the conditions where they want to. The third is the most important. A team who plays hard for their coach always has a chance to win. As such, a coach, well, don't give your players a helicopter, tell them to fly at 20 miles, but only give them 16 miles worth of gas. The NFL is a player's game. Players can make you or break you. Just ask John Harbaugh. The Ravens were 4-5. and five. Enter Lamar Jackson. They go 6-1. and one. They make the playoffs. Jackson saved John Harbaugh's job. Fortunately, somebody had the vision to draft Lamar Jackson. Harbaugh had the guts to hand him the keys to the car. Like I said, synergy. Not everybody can do it. And then you have to give it time. Patience is a virtue. Remember, anybody can prepare three envelopes. All right, back to a quick finality on the Chargers-Baltimore game. To close it out, these are two of the hottest teams in the AFC. The Ravens have won 6-7, to seven, and the Chargers are a nifty 11-2 and two straight up in their last 13 games. I do have a couple of pretty convincing stats here if you're looking to back the Chargers. Rivers is 5-2 and two as a road dog in the playoffs, and he's 4-0 coming off a double-digit win. And yes, Baltimore has had a postseason success, yes. But the visitors, they're 13-7 and seven against the spread as a dog since 2001. So when you add all this up, your head starts to explode. But Steve Fezzik, well, he likes the Chargers. I don't necessarily want to get in front of Fezzik, but I don't know that I agree with him. And by the way, real quickly, did you know Lamar Jackson? I think this man has the clutch gene. In the fourth quarter of his games this year, he owns a QB rating of 119. That's the highest in the league. Breeze, Drew Breeze in the fourth quarter, 118. Andrew Luck, 109. By the way, the Chargers' rush offense since Thanksgiving, well, it ranks 29th in yards per game. And, you know, so what happened there? And they're coming up against a pretty good defense tomorrow. So, look, one final thought. Lamar Jackson, we all know, rookie quarterback starting in the playoffs. They're 1-10 in this situation. The only rookie to win? <laughs> you guessed it. Jackson's backup, Joe Flacco. But before we move on, let's go to our man, Sleepy J, with another While You Were Sleeping vignette. All right, Bernie, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give you something for the Eagles game tomorrow. I'm a little worried about the Eagles' rushing attack. Philly's faced three of the top five rush defenses season. Hasn't gone well for Philly. They didn't even rush for 60 yards or more in any of those three contests. Now they get the number one rush defense in Chicago. I think everything here is going to be on Foles' shoulders. He hasn't faced a top pass defense this year. He's going to get that tomorrow against the Bears. The Bears lead the league in interceptions and Chicago number three in sacks. This is just way too much defense, Bernie, with the Bears here. Foles, he's not going to repeat that run. I'm taking the Bears tomorrow. I'm predicting a blowout, Bernie. Whoa, a blowout. Well, the line is currently 6.5, total 41.5. And if you're scoring at home or even if you're just by yourself, you might want to know this. The Bears 16-4-1 against the spread in their last 21 in Soldier Field. we still got much more to get to. I haven't even begun to break down the Eagles-Bears game myself. we still got to get to Clemson. Alabama. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of General Tires. 
Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their general tires test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Before I go along, by the way, I want to thank my guys back in L.A., Vince Close, Iowa Sam, and Rolf Irvin. They all do a great job. Could not do this show without you. Of course, my on-site guy, Sleepy Jay. The jack-of-all-trades does a great job. You'll hear him again. He'll weigh in on the national championship game. All right, let's get the Eagles-Chicago in this cut. By the way, the uh, Bears, 6.5, 41.5. Steve Fezzik uh, puts on his Perry Mason cap. He makes a real case for the Chicago Bears. He cites opponents, quarterback issues, and against the spread performance. Now, Fezzik also unpacks several key factors and variables you really must consider when you assess the Bears' season and their accomplishments from a professional, analytical point of view. Fezzik employs very much, he employs deductive reasoning. Simple as that. In its purest form. That's why listening to the pros is so viable. They take you places you might not have thought about. Let's give it a listen. Here's my case for Chicago. Chicago's playing very well last 10 games, 9-1 against the spread, 9-1 straight up. I'll make the case that they're playing even better than we think they've been playing because Week 12 and Week 13, two mediocre results. Yes, they beat Detroit by 7. They barely got by Detroit, and they lost at the New York Giants. Well, those two games, Chase Daniel took over for Trubisky, and Daniel, frankly, wasn't very good as a backup quarterback, only averaged 5.7 yards per pass play. If we take out the two games with their backup quarterback, the Bears, their last eight games with Trubisky, 8-0 straight up, 8-0 against the spread, average score Chicago 25, their opponent 13. I can make a case, we've been talking about how well Indianapolis has been playing in the AFC, I can make a case that the Bears have been the best team in the NFC. All right, now, last December, it's eons ago, these two teams met, the Eagles won 31-3, and Jim Schwartz, well, his defense drove Mitch Trubisky nuts. He just showed him various schemes and looks he couldn't handle. Can Schwartz do that again? Well, we're going to find out. Speaking of defense, the Bears under Vic Fangio boast the league's number one unit in every measurable category that matters. This is a tough game to handicap. 
Foles is 9-2 and two as a starter, including the playoffs, and that's a big experience advantage for the visitors. In case you're wondering, Foles is also 4-1 and one as a dog. Here's more grist for the mill. The Eagles have actually beaten the Bears all right, three straight games. But when you start to handicap this contest, from a statistical analysis, the Bears hold all the cards. In addition to a tremendous defense, Chicago outgained their opponents by an average of 50 yards per game in the second half of the season. And by contrast, the Eagles were the exact opposite. Fortunately for Philadelphia, unfortunately for Philadelphia, facts is facts. They own the worst defense of all 12 playoff entrants. They've been outgaining road games this year by about 70 yards a game. And let's not forget, this is Philly's second road game in two weeks. No rest for the world champs. Yes, it's true. Philly shut out the Redskins on the road 24 to nothing last week. But NFL playoff teams coming off a shutout win. They're only 2-9 and nine straight up and against the spread in their next game. Wait, it gets worse. Teams in that situation are only 8 against the spread. Against foes coming off a win. And, of course, you remember the Bears stuff, Kirk Cousins and company last week, 24 to 10, as Perry Mason would say, or even better, Steve Fezzik. I rest my case, Your Honor. Now, just a couple of things, a couple of bullet points here. Philly's pass defense ranks 30th. And Trubisky actually did pretty well against bottom 10 pass defenses. Eight touchdowns, zero interceptions. All right, let's get to the national championship game. You know, it's only fitting these two teams, Clemson and Alabama, and what's the latest line, Sleepy? Clemson is getting five? I saw five and a half today. They're starting to go back up a little bit? Okay. Yep. So it's only fitting these two teams lock horns again for all the marbles. They're a combined 109 and 7 in the last four years. Both units are loaded, man. I mean, Dexter Lawrence, the defensive end for Clemson, even his backup's going to be drafted. But I actually have questions about Bama's defense. They give up north of 450 yards against their last two opponents. And I really believe Clemson has the better defense here. Their front seven is ridiculous. Clemson's defense is a totally different animal than what Alabama faced last week. Everybody told us last week, the group Think Echo Chamber, told us that Notre Dame was the right side, right? Ian Book could pass against this team. Not so much. They got stuffed. Meanwhile, Bama, they went crazy on Oklahoma. You saw Jerry Judy roaming around against that Oklahoma defense. Hell, Judge Judy could have had a big game against that team. By the way, just for good measure, Nick Saban has never captured the crown as the number one seed. Just saying. And what if I told you Dabble Sweeney was 18 and 6 against the spread? No, excuse me, 18 and 6 straight up and 15 and 9 against the spread when he faces an undefeated opponent in his career. Also, in this, the fifth year of the college football championship, in this current format, the underdog has covered all four previous contest. By the way, one last side angle before we have our final why you were sleeping vignette of the night. Here's a side angle. In last year's semifinal game, in which you remember Bama took apart Clemson 24-6, see, word has it, well, the Tide had a little extra motivation that day. It seems they were ticked off because the year before, in which Clemson prevailed, they actually thought Clemson scored the game-winning touchdown in the 2016 title game on an illegal pick play. This year, the, revo- the roles are reversed as Dabo and company have revenge on their mind. Now, I've already grabbed Clemson in the points. I got them at six. I really think they can win the game all right. But before we go any further, let's start with the Sleepy Jay for another while you were sleeping vignette. Well, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to buy low here with the total on this game. Currently, Alabama Clemson, 58 and a half. That's the lowest it's been since this game actually opened. Offensive skill positions galore. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the over 58 and a half for the college national championship game. I, you know, you, you, you talked about something off air sleep that made a lot of sense. You've, you've got, you, did you see the, like the over, right? Yes. You've got both quarterbacks with vertical passing attacks. You haven't had that. Jalen Hurts hasn't won the past, and neither did Kelly Bryant. That's really what cost him his gig. You've got go, both these kids can throw the ball downfield. So I'm with you. I actually think it's going to be a high-scoring game when these two teams uh, get going. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in about 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Okay, we saved enough time. It's that time of year. It's college basketball, and I said that I would have my first college release of the year and our Saturday night edition of Straight Out of Vegas, and it's a game that tips off tomorrow, 10 p. Excuse me, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Illinois visits Northwestern. They're catching about eight. Now, I know that the Illinois, Brad Underwood's team is only four and ten. However, it's, you ever notice how some teams have another team's number? Illinois has got Northwestern's number. They've been overwhelmed by Illinois of late. They go 0-6 straight up and 0-5-1 against the spread. 
Both teams are 0-3 in Big Ten play. I get that. But here's a stat putting your pipe in smoke. Against Michigan State, they got buried by 26. Northwestern did. In games following Michigan State, they're a shaky 9-35. I like Illinois in this game. You're catching eight points. I actually think Illinois could win the game all right. All right, folks. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratto. Good luck with all your plays tomorrow. But don't go up any, or excuse me, don't go anywhere. Up next, a man who benched 225, 31 times at the NFL Combine. He even did it holding a beer in his other hand. Yup, it's my man, Jonas Knox. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.